2: Time now for a Dabble update. Joining me now is Josh from Dabble. Now, Josh, uh, to start things off, Happy Easter, by the way. For those who don't know, what is Dabble?
0: Yeah, Happy Easter to you as well. Yeah, Dabble so is social media meets betting. So instead of jumping on Instagram and seeing people's photos of food, what you're seeing is you make tips, experts' tips, so you can follow them. And then just simply copy their bets. Or you can jump into banter channels, have a chat with other punters. You might discover something new, like Darren D, who hit a massive eight leg rating multi paying a 1489 to one. So, I mean, there's some awesome stuff on there and it's super simple to use.
2: Excellent. Now, uh, Josh, apparently started the week really strongly. Um, we've got the crunch time multi happening at the moment. How's that looking?
0: Yeah, that's right. So you had a nice same game multi that paid $5.50. Today, we're going the Warriors plus 15 and a half over the Roosters and the Knights to beat the Dragons. What do you like there, Adam? Oh, I wouldn't be
2: touching that Knights and Dragons one, but I don't mind that Warriors uh, Warriors line against the, the Roosters. That's not a bad option. I think the uh, the fact that they're having that reunion as well, the Roosters, might put them off on the sideline because some of those old boys are <laughs> worse for wear right now.
0: Oh, brilliant. Well, the best way to copy that, that Adam, you just download the app, like 100,000 other dabblers, and you copy it from the Crunch Time NRL team. Go on, have a dabble, dabble socially, and gamble responsibly. Thanks, Josh.
3: Enjoying crunch time banter? Check out Dabble banter
0: channels and copy crunch time bets. Go on, have a dabble. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Welcome back to Crunch Time with Adam Peacock, uh, James Magnuson and Stephen O'Keefe, who's just loaded up on the lollies downstairs. So uh, looking forward to sharing those. You've gone for another run, haven't you, in the ad break? Yeah.
1: I think it's just, I'm noticing some mood swings over here from the missile. So a bit of sugar. Use the excuse for him. Yeah. I love my starts. Got the Telstra tracker here. Magnus <laughs> zero <laughs> meters. Yeah. Peacock zero meters. <laughs> Stephen O'Keefe, 8.3 <laughs> kilometres. Yeah, yeah, top speed. Yeah. Top speed. Hard, yeah, yeah. How, many, <laughs> how many post-contact metres? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, did, he did hit the Yeah, he yeah. did hit the doors at the front uh, so yeah. then yeah, it was the another 15 metres. There was a bollard there, so a
3: 15 there yeah, on the way <laughs> there. I tripped over my own feet. Does that count?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Now boys, a bit of news through the week. Anthony Milford is set to sign with the Newcastle Knights. Um, so here are the facts, what we know, what's happened this week. Three salt charges against Milford were dropped on Monday. Milford has been granted conditional registration by the NRL while he completes rehab and development programs. He will not be able to play in the NRL until at least round 11. The 27-year-old faced criminal charges over offences that caused a woman to fall and hit her head in September 2021, which sparked the NRL to block him from joining a new club. That new club was meant to be South Sydney. Mm. While that contract was in the throes of being registered, South Sydney, all this happened, and South went, no nah, hands out. We're done. Anthony Milford, no thanks. So he leaves the Brisbane Broncos. He's in limbo. He doesn't have anywhere. So that the no-fault stand-down policy well, kind of didn't work for Anthony because he didn't have a source of income while all of this was going on. It seems the no-fault stand-down policy only works if you've got a contract, mm. if you're from the player's point of view. Now, he's been... Free. we don't know the absolute ins and outs. We weren't there in the courtroom when we heard everything come down. We've only got the result of exactly what goes on. So we won't get into great detail about exactly what went down, other than the fact that he's allowed to come back and play, it seems, for Newcastle. How do we all feel about what has happened to Milford and this whole no-fault stand-down policy, which has been put in the spotlight again? Obviously, it was in the spotlight with players like Jack DeBellin. Jack Mm DeBellin, yeah. And... Uh, Fainu from Manly at the moment mm. as well. Where do you sit with it all?
1: It's murky waters. I think the the, the murkiest of waters here is what South Sydney did. Um, it's a little etch that they saw something coming and so bailed out when they'd already agreed on the the terms of the contract. Mm. Given that it, it ha- he has been found not guilty in the end, mm. and they've I always thought when South Sydney signed him, like well why would you bring Milford to the club? They don't need him. And it was almost like, Bennett's gone. Do we love that decision anymore? Ah, not so sure. All right, here's our excuse. Bail. Um, it's it's panned out well for South in, in the long run. But um, look, for Milford, I'm glad he got a contract. If, if what happened in court is true and he is not guilty and, and he hasn't done anything wrong, I'm, I'm glad he got a contract. But he would have taken a fair hit to the hip pocket in that period where he didn't have a contract and he was fighting charges in court. Well,
3: I agree with that. He's got a good behavior bond. I think he had a public nuisance, you know, pleaded guilty to like a public nuisance and, some damage for getting throwing a wheelie bin I think into a cab so the, the problem that I've got with it is that the game he's what what is a fair punishment because it's going to get to round 11 he's missed the start as you said he's already financially been compromised he would have had to pay the legal bills that have come out of all this and now has to go through all these courses that doesn't necessarily even guarantee him getting through to round 11 and I think the game's going down a certain path I think with the Montoya slur that happened during the week he got four weeks now we don't that's unacceptable the way that you speak to people and, and what he said on the on the field is completely unacceptable. But to get four weeks for that sort of punishment, I don't know. I'm a bit on the other side of, well, I think we're really, we're slapping down these harsh punishments because we're this is what we perceive the game wants to see. You know, it's going to young families, to kids, and we want to promote the game in a certain way. But I, I'm starting to think that the punishments at times aren't finishing the crimes. I think the Milford case is one, and I think the Montoya one... Uh, is is an, another example of just going too far, four weeks for that um, slur on a field. Oh, it,
2: it's going to be controversial. What do you think? I, I, I slightly disagree. Mm. I, I agree it, on face value it looks harsh, but unfortunately for Montoya, he's been used it as an example. Yeah. And mm. the best example for a deterrent, you, you can fine him or whatever, but the best deterrent to not have that in your vocab is to – come down hard on, on the person that says it right here and now. Yep. So you would hope that in the future it doesn't happen again. He's a pretty dumb human being to go up and say something similar in, in the weeks to come. So yeah, I, I get your point on face value for him and him alone, mm. but he's been used and has put exactly. up Yeah, look, there's a lot, we're
3: we're told as players, there's a lot of sponsorship dollars on. You need to behave. And Telstra and these companies that come on board have got caveats in there saying that if you do bring the game into disrepute, we're going to just start pulling money. And they are, and Mm. you know, the game, it doesn't have enough money on the line in regards to be having players do this left, right and centre, and then you're just bringing them back with no repercussions. Mm. So I understand there is a certain level of accountability that players do, but I do believe there is, and this is my personal opinion, is that the woke side of the community that we're playing up to it in a certain sense and maybe targeting a, a few areas in which I think can be a little bit harsh. Anyway, that's my that's Sock's two thoughts. Thanks for listening to my <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you it, need sugar <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> have chips.
2: James, what do you sit on yeah, all
1: that? I tend to lean towards Sock on this one, to, to be honest. I, again, I thought the the Montoya four weeks was super harsh given that Two weeks prior to that, we saw a Newcastle player run out of the line, elbow another player in the face, and break his or well, knock him out, mm. and near break his jaw. He got six weeks. Mm. Mm. We go four it's weeks, four weeks for for.
2: But both uh, are deterrents. Both are four weeks. Don't say something like that. Six weeks. Don't do something like that. Otherwise, yeah, you're
1: gonna... Look, I, I tend to disagree. I don't think six weeks is the deterrent for that. I think that was ten weeks easily, easily ten weeks worth. Yeah, it's 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 I'll, I would be super surprised if we sit here and say we've got to try and deter players from running out and elbowing other players in the face who don't have the ball. We've got to make an example of them. That's just that's
2: that's fair. that's that's yeah.
1: never been in the game. That's not that's not a deterrent issue. So the, the thing I worry about with the a, a lot of what happens right and again, it, it is the haves and have nots Milford's coming from the Broncos. He's. He's a much maligned player over the last few years. Um, other players get caught snorting white substances and say they think it's you know could be OMO mm. and get zero games or, or yeah. get a slap on the wrist. So uh, it, it, it the, I, I just don't think there's any consistency there with these things. And mm. uh, I, I feel for Milford because he's been found not guilty. So clearly, a lot of what was reported on didn't actually transpire um, and the same with Montoya um, four weeks for that again no place for it in the game mm. but I, I think two weeks sends sends a message as much as absolutely anything I
2: I actually um, can't believe that the NRL not that I can't believe but I hope that the NRL dive a bit deeper into how this all fits with this no stand down policy Mm. the no-fault mm. stand-down policy, I should say, because you you look at a guy like De Bellin, and, okay, that's is it still in the courts, is it? Or is it going to go back again? Or I'm not sure. Is yeah, it, I think like, it's done. I think yeah. it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So he got paid, what was it, 18 months, Brooksy? You're a Dragons man. 18 months, was it, while all that was going was on? on. 800, yeah. It was an 800, wasn't it? It was about he that. He, yeah, got, so he, he got, got all he got, that money and then Milford just through a lack of timing, because he is a first-grade player. It's not like, mm. oh, Will he get a contract? Is he maybe is he maybe good enough? For, he's good enough first grade in the 16 teams. And this is, that, this is that
3: club loyalty stuff that we were talking about earlier. It's like, well, we wanted you, but you haven't signed. So there's no way we are paying you that 150 over that time. Like, it's just not going to happen.
2: Yeah. Um, it's it's just desperately unlucky timing from his point of view. Yeah, And yeah, okay, put yourself in that position. Why was he in that position in the first place? But the yeah, court of oh, law has said that it's... You can't
3: dispute the, yeah. the wrongdoings. It's just the punishments to the players and you add it up and you go... Punishment fitting the crime. Well, he's already missed so much footy and now he's basically, you know, having to sing for his supper to pick up the last possible deal. And now he's going through all these re- you know, courses and repercussions of his actions, which I think fits what he's done. You know, you'd like to think at the end of this, if he makes another mistake, you're done. Yeah. But-
2: Mickey from Mascot on uh, the text line 0457736736. How about the Teddy punishment? Uh, James Tedesco for the squid game comment preseason. Yet Montoya gets four weeks. Double standards.
3: Yep. Well, where do the roosters sit? Top four. Hey, that's another one, the gun. Not
2: a bad point. Not a bad point. Anyway, um, we're off to a quick break on crunch time. We'll be back in a moment to continue the footy chat.